I am Jen Wilson, author and body, mind and soul coach. Welcome to the I Am podcast, where we explore who you are. Hello and welcome to another episode of the I Am Jen Wilson podcast and I am your host Jen Wilson. So today I have Fiona Thomas on the podcast. So I reached out to Fiona because I was meant to go to a cacao ceremony with her back in March and it was when I was, wasn't feeling very well and the day that it was going to happen I was lying in bed all day and just thought I can't face trying to get outside the rain was coming down sideways the wind was howling didn't really want to leave my bed I was in a lot of pain I knew that I wouldn't have been able to sit at peace and one of the things that she was going to do within that cacao workshop was do a yoga nidra meditation and I love a yoga nidra meditation anybody who's ever been to one of my yoga classes we do a little 10 minute yoga um, yoga nidra meditation at the end of the class and if you've ever been to the mindful movement workshop we do a 40 to 45 minute yoga nidra so I totally love yoga nidra I get it I love experiencing it but in this this particular occasion I just wasn't able to even contemplate lying either flat on my back or still for any period of time so it wasn't going to happen so I reached out to Fiona and asked that in the interim before I get to go to a workshop, which I think hopefully I'll be able to get along to the 7th of July workshop. Um, I asked her if she would be interested in coming onto the podcast because I wanted to speak to her more about it because I've seen lots of people out there doing cacao ceremonies and wanted to know what potentially could be the difference between hers and other people's and also find out a little bit more about what she does. So one of the first things that I found out about Fiona was somebody had put me in touch or onto her social media was because she does a manifesting, no, not manifesting, uh, oh, I can't think of the word, your money mindset, like getting a good money mindset and having a good relationship with money. So that's what had first got me following her. And then while I was following her, discovered that she did these other workshops. So wanted to get her on, have a chat. She is an amazing human being, like such a beautiful energy, such a lovely soul. And I'm so glad that I got to connect with her. And I'm really looking forward to being able to meet her in real life whenever that happens. So tune into the podcast and listen to some of her wisdom. So just before we go into that, remember to check out my book, Nine Rules to Sort Your Shit. It is available on Amazon. I was also on Amazon today having a look at my Positively Grateful Gratitude Journal. And they have given it a ridiculous discount on Amazon at the moment. So check that out. It was selling for under £5, so it was reduced from £12.99. So grab your copy over on Amazon. Get either one of those books or one of the notebooks or workbooks that I've been creating and putting up there as well. Don't know that I've got anything else to tell you. My health is in a much better place, which is always good. Always like to share that. Um, Chinese medicine has been definitely the thing that has helped me this time to get out of that slump and using some of those principles and going back to Ayurveda and the practices that 
I had stopped doing at the start of the year, getting them back into place so that I am reprioritizing me and reprioritizing my health. So enjoy the podcast and I will see you on the other side. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. <laughs> Thank you, darling. Much pleasure to be with you at last. Ah. Yeah, and actually speak to you. I'm so gutted that I missed that cacao ceremony. Yeah, your tummy, yeah. you were saying you had a terrible flare-up. Of, um, yeah, my Crohn's had flared up. Yeah. And I was lying there going, I really need to go and do that yoga nidra and like be there in that presence, but I couldn't sit still. And I thought if I'm next to somebody who's lying perfectly still, they'll be really annoying <laughs> you're going to be like irritating them. <laughs> and I would be so conscious that they might not notice, but I would be so conscious of it. And then you wouldn't get the benefit of it. And it would just be, it just wouldn't have been nice. So I was like, oh, I'll just stay in my bed. Oh, <laughs> bless you. And, you. and you're right. Sometimes getting there, just being in that vibe, you know, hanging out with 30 other people, like-minded energy. Um, in fact, that one was really emotional towards the end. We had lots of breakthroughs. So I'd say 99% of the room were very emotional. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Which was beautiful to hold that space and allow them to transition. But equally, maybe you weren't meant to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It was probably just the wrong time. But I'll get, I've just, I've got all your other ones coming up on my, my news feed. So I'm like, okay, I'm keeping an eye out when I'm available for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you ever been to Peter, Peter Haley's soundball healing? Have you ever done any work with him? No. He is awesome. Many, many years ago, I met Peter, and he does the singing bowls. Well, he does chakra alignment, and he's a Perth, a Perthshire guy, um, just like common as muck, right? But awesome. Yeah. I absolutely love him. And I was just like, whoa, this. There was something about his work. Um, and I've been, we've been trying to get together for months. I kid you not, at least six months. He's not free. I wasn't free. Da, da, da. Yeah. So I've pinned him down for the 7th of July. We've got a full, so I've said a full day, not even just three hours, full day of cocoa and sound healing. Mm -hmm. Nice. So, so, I didn't see that one come up. I need to check my calendar, see if I can get to yeah. So we've got some goodies. But you know, it's really weird because last Sunday, quite the opposite, the room was so resistant like really and i'm like what and you could it was palpable you could feel it mm. and i'm like okay i'm gonna have to work hard for my money here but okay <laughs> so doing all the work and there was a few that relieved not many yeah and yeah. I, I was like what and the most bizarre but not bizarre thing was i play we do a thing at the end called soul gaze through the seat of the soul through the eyes yeah and people always release always 100 percent. nope not these people they weren't giving <laughs> in and even the music became resistant. The music wouldn't play through the sound system. Wow, I wonder what was going on. It was, they were so resistant and I could feel it. And I wanted to say to them, it, just go for it, you know? And, and I was, I was walking around and stirring them up. Yeah, no, nothing. No, no. And they weren't ready. They were, I think the kakai maybe was a little bit too much for them and they didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Yeah, because I went to a kick-out ceremony about, just maybe about a year ago, and I had no idea what to expect. Like, there's mm -hmm. the girl that was running it was doing the kick-out ceremony with Walking a Labyrinth, and it was Walking the oh. Labyrinth that had attracted me to it, and I was like, I don't know what this kick-out thing's all about. So, I better go. <laughs> I'm going. I sat and I drank it, constantly going, am I meant to be feeling mm -hmm. something? Is this meant to, like... I was questioning everything because I didn't know what to expect, and I hadn't really heard about kick-out ceremonies, and... I was just like, I'm just here. I want to walk the labyrinth. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. Forget that bit. Take like, me there. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I want to come to another cacao ceremony now that have 
and slightly more aware of what it is and the power that it can have so that I can experience it on a different level. It's if it's done I I've been observing just externally for the because so I, I was taught Kakai um two years ago in Mexico when I went out to Mexico for some time. Mm-hmm. And um it was the most bizarre thing. We went to a place called Come on, Fiona, where did you what was that place you went? Tulum. So have you been to Mexico or South America? Have you done no, I haven't been to so I went to Tulum for the day. It's, it's a proper hippie place to hang out. It's the best. I love it. I wanted to live there. <laughs> and um, there were, the, you know, and it was in everything. It was in the food. It was just a nibble. Everything was the cacao. So I was like, I need to learn about this. And I learned, you know, it came from the Mayan cultures and, and how to prepare and how to hold the space and how to intuitively poke around during the ceremony. So I was like, that's okay. But then we went to the Mayan temples for the day. And it was my birthday. And I said, that's what I want to do. Yeah. And went to the Mayan temples. And, and honestly, ignorantly, I was like, is this it? It just looks like some old ruins. Really? Yeah. Not feeling anything touristy, blah, blah, blah. So beautiful day. Then in the afternoon, we went swimming with the turtles. Awesome. Um, that night at supper... I'm in the dining room and I said to Ronnie, I've got to get out of here. He says, why? I was like, I am looking at everybody's stuff. Everybody's been exposed to me here. Now that never happens because you put in good spiritual boundaries to make sure it doesn't happen. Yeah. And uh, it, I said, it's like the matrix. I'm watching people being decoded and downloaded with stuff. And it's, it's overwhelming. And it's like I needed blinkers on to go, right, just, just talk to me, you know? Yeah. And he was like, come on, we'll, we'll go. And I was like, I'll be all right in the morning. Just need to ground myself. It'll be fine. Three days that went on for. 24 hours a day for three days. So something very significant happened during that yeah. time at the temples. For me, th- and that's why I say ignorantly, I thought it was rubbish. But yeah. obviously something was going. A bit like you say, am I meant to feel something? There's nothing happening. Yeah. And then that happened and I went, alrighty, Okay. So I came home and that's when I started doing a lot more of the ceremonies. But it's the most bizarre thing because you watch, and I, and I know lots of people do ceremonies and they're beautiful, but a couple of people have come up to me during the ceremonies and gone, oh, I could do this. I, I think I'm going to do this. And and Sunday was a prime example. This lady came in and I, I didn't know she was new. She said, I think I could do this. And I said, can I ask why? What makes you think? What What is it you need to do? You know? Yeah. And she said, well, I've done one on my own. And you just hold the space, don't you? And I said, let me tell you, darling. Let me tell you, darling. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just hold the space. I said, because if somebody has a breakthrough, you need to know what's coming up so you can do You're ahead of the game all the time. Yeah. I said, and if you can't hold that space significantly enough for them, then please don't do them. You know? Yes. It's, it's, it's just not okay. It's considered irresponsible in my eyes. You know? Yeah. Um, but the amount of people that go, oh, I can do that. And I watch them being advertised and I'm going, oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So what got you first drawn to the cacao ceremony? Like, what took you to Mexico? And did you already have this kind of underlying interest before? Or did you get that interest yes. spot there? No, so if you go back many, many, many years, I, I, I kind of show you how I, or be with you and, and demonstrate how, it's not even just the ceremonies, that's a small part of, of what I do and, and who I am. Yeah. So my, started, my journey started when I was a young child and I was one of four. My great grandma is a Roman, or was a Roman Egyptian who traveled through France and Spain. 
So I was the child in the family, the, the one, the third one, that was very psychic, very weird, odd bod. Well, I wanted everything different, square peg, round hole. Yeah. Um, and unbeknown to myself, I had no idea what this was about, but I just had this awareness within me that I was different and become quite isolated as a child, but not in a bad way, not in an unhealthy way by any means. Um, and growing up, I actually wanted to be a doctor. That was all I used to say. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a doctor because I thought within me, I want to help people. And I thought that was the only way, but I came from a very traditional standard upbringing working class background nothing nothing to write home about mum and dad always had two or three jobs on the go there was four kids you know there was not a surplus of money absolutely by no means um but what there was was a grounding family network a really sturdy rooted network but the consequences of that were when you're 16, you go and get a job. We don't talk college or university or higher education. We don't do none of that. Yeah. It's, oh, oh, you're 16 now. Let's go and get a job. <laughs> Take money. money in the basket. Oh, in the, in the egg. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's what it was. Oh, she's 16. We've got another income. Brilliant. <laughs> so I did a bit of that, a bit of this. You know, as you do, you've no yeah. idea. You're school at 16. Don't want to get a job. Um, and it wasn't until... I just as I was leaving school, um, I used to experience lots of astro traveling. If you've ever astro traveled or, or left the body energetically, ever ever experienced or tried? Mildly, I've done. I did um, a lot of NLP stuff quite a few years ago, and a lot of that was like hypnotic trance and taking your yourself out your body to sort of look down on what was going on, so that you're not too connected to it. Totally, totally. I used to do it as a child and I thought everybody did it. I thought that was what we did uh, when Which we were 15. Yeah, it's what you do. You go to bed, you travel. <laughs> is it anybody <laughs> else? No? <laughs> okay. So when I was, I was sharing this with my mum and she was like, all righty, okay. And coincidentally got shipped off to live with my grandma for a year. Really weird. Not long after this. <laughs> She's, losing it. She's losing it. Get rid of her. <laughs> totally. Who can we pack her off to? <laughs> so to live with my gran, whose mother was the Roman Gypsy. So my yeah. mum's mum. Yeah. And, and she kindly took me to a spiritualist church. So I'm not even 16 at this point. Where this beautiful lady took, took me under her wing. And I kind of, by default, was welcome into spirituality without acknowledgement, really. Just, it became a part of life. So very early on, I learned to work with the spirit world. I was a, a clairvoyant medium for, for decades. Yeah. Um, but equally, still doing every course you could read about. I was a course junkie. Yeah. If there was a course, I was going to do it. Because there was a void in here, and I didn't know what that void was. Yeah. So I had a list of courses as long as my arm. I'd been to every self-help, self-development, <laughs> book, audio course, you name it. And there could, there could be nothing left. Um, skipping forward a few years, I became a midwife. So I did go to uni, but I was a mature student. I had my kids. Went to uni for four years, became a midwife. And thought, well, I'm not going to be, really become a doctor at this age. I was then 27. Um, I'm not going to become a doctor at 27. I know I'll become a midwife. That's kind of second best. <laughs> I'll, I'll do something with... Uh, but, I mean, it was beautiful, don't get me wrong. Studied for four years. 
still with this void absolutely still searching still looking for that thing that was gonna fix me yeah um not that i felt broken i just felt something was was not aligned yes and uh, did midwifery practice for years had kids went through a divorce uh went into medicine went into female health for 10 years so i did get there eventually yeah yeah i studied female health worked in female health for 10 years loved it and i loved what the medicine did to the body i loved how it worked the pharmacokinetics yeah of, of if you take a paracetamol how does that work in your body on a cellular level that was my thirst for knowledge so i already had this alternative side to me and i was staring into quite a sciencey side i realized i'm like well that's not i would say that's not me but actually it is you know when you're true to yourself actually i love science so 10 years in 10 years into to women's health um at this point i'm a single mum. okay single mum of three um i have a business and a job so i'm doing two things beautiful lifestyle couldn't want for nothing um going to work one day had my own boots on other brands available <laughs> yeah. we are not sponsored um, by absolutely but that's on the right. soft casual boots on <laughs> and um fell over in the garden like rolled over literally did a judo go a uh, roll around the garden yeah um got up and went to work didn't even i didn't have time no time to be ill no time to fall mm. no time to take off work and i realized now i was busy being busy that was it I was chasing, I was chasing things uh, that aren't tangible, like success, abundance. You know, think the physical concept of these things. Yeah. So inevitably, work today's work. Come home, took my boots off. My ankle was hanging, literally like this. And being have a little bit of medical knowledge, I was like, oh, this doesn't look good. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. That's just just weird. Um, went to A and E and the next day i was in surgery for six hours there was nothing connecting the ankle to the bone all the ligaments had torn off and it had broken in three places but i'd carried on working all day because i did not have time to be ill did you yeah. think oh a little bit but there was that much adrenaline yeah it was like nope focus 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 i'll sort this out tonight i must have sprained my ankle must have sprained it yeah, yeah slightly <laughs> slightly sprained it <laughs> So surgery consisted of they drilled back into the bone, they tied it all back together, put some pins in and reconstructed my ankle. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. How so, about ankle now? It's beautiful now. It's got a nice scar, but I've got a lovely tattoo covering it. <laughs> so it's my wound, it's my shark bite. <laughs> so the consequences of my fall, um, I was put on my backside by the universe. That is no shadow of a doubt. The universe went, really, Fiona, we've shown you, we've nudged you, we've really nudged you significantly, and you're still not listening. So watch this. You're on your arse. (laughs) Uh, So cast for six months. I had a cast on for six months. Wow. Um, I lost my job. I lost my business. I lost my home. And I went bankrupt for just short of a million pounds. That's how significant this fall was. So I had no option but to start looking at my crap. And why was I manifesting what I was manifesting? Because this needs to stop now. Yeah? Yeah. 
Um, and it was, it, those six months were a beautiful journey, but oh, frick, harsh journey. Yeah, absolute harsh journey. I had to learn to ask for help. I had to start receiving, which was huge for me. Yeah. And I had to start listening to the signs that the universe was giving to me. Um, and just to add a little bit of humor, I remember one day stood at the kitchen sink with my cast on, like one leg washing some dishes, because that's what you do. And I heard what I thought was an angelic chorus. And I thought, oh, that must be from the church. And then I had this aha moment. I went, there isn't a freaking church around here. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, goosebumps. So I hobbled to my neighbor and I said, Annie, can you hear that? Can you hear like an angelic chorus? And she's like, no, sorry, Fiona. No, nope, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not hearing this. And you know, just for a moment, I was like, shit, they've come to get me. I'm dying. This is the finish. Yeah. Like, and I'm not ready. Oh my God, I've got stuff to do. And it was such a, an epiphany. It was an aha, wake up, another boot up the arse. Yeah. Oh my, yeah. was it? And it was weird because I was like, I can hear it. I can, I'm, I can really hear it. And I'm pulling my ears like this. So that was one of many um, sequences of events that happened over this six month period. But the biggest thing I did was I invested in a course. My last, I had to lend £300 for my parents because I had nothing. I was on, uh, back onto benefits with nothing. Absolutely yeah. so. Um, lent some money of my parents and I said to them, I know you think this is a mockery, but please, this one last course, I promise you. And I went down to Bristol, did this three-day course, and within an hour, I knew it was what I had been looking for. And the reason I can say that now is imminently, we had to go within ourselves and we had to look at our DNA, our blueprint. Our, our divine pathway we totally went within there was nothing external and we learned how to clear energetically emotionally and subconsciously 99% of limiting behaviors that were getting in the way of us being our true divine self yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I just went this is it this is the thing and if there was a physical um, acknowledgement it's like I felt a clunk in my heart I felt like a you know like a, a key in a padlock when it unlocks that yeah. kind of noise and I just went I found it this is the thing and now when I look back what was it I found I found myself which sounds really woo-woo but it was so true it was I was like that's what I've been looking for for four decades yeah was actually myself my true self um, unapologetically myself and uh, that was the beginning of a, of a lifetime of change absolutely because that's when that was 15 years ago now um, so I was able to start to plan a recovery like right how am I gonna get out of this you know yeah. what, what do I need to do um, and that not not for one moment did I dwell on the on the woe is me or victim mentality it was like no do you know what it's happened let's get on with this look what do i need to do to recreate a beautiful life where i have time freedom and do all the things that i need to do yeah um so i'd already done my one course i then started to become a practitioner and it just led on uh, you know there was half a dozen other courses um i became medical intuitive i now teach said courses yeah um, yeah. so that other people can have the same tools as i did mm -hmm. and start to create and plan 
a lifestyle according to their divine pathway too. Um, that was 15 years ago. I then, well, just two years ago, wrote some books. Um, I authored two books, A Nudge from the Universe, which is my story, which was the big nudge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And How to Master Your Money Mindset, because they were both very significant for me. I had had gone from a place of total lack and loss. I mean, there was nothing left. Um into a place of beautiful abundance and time freedom and i think people i need to show people how they too can do this without yeah without compromise without hustle without hardship without any of that other uh, ugly stuff um, so that was that. So then two years ago, I went to Mexico just because I was drawn to that part of the world. I did a little stint in Cuba and then we went on to Mexico. And um, I already had, I knew I wanted to visit Mexico. I knew that I wanted to visit that part of the world. But again, didn't really know why. And it was a special birthday. So I was like, okay, I'll go to the pyramids. I'll go and swim with the turtles. It sounds quite okay. I can do that. Nothing really. Uh, too deep and meaningful but what an experience as I shared with you yeah and the more I read into it I was like I need to show this to other people because if again my philosophy is if I've experienced it and come through and I see a transition then I owe it to the bigger universe to the big picture to share it with others because nothing is given to me just solely for me there's always a bigger picture yeah always it's never just about me it's always other people need this too um, and that's why I bought the Kakai ceremonies into Scotland, I guess, in, into Glasgow. Um, and the time that they came, I sat with my son, who does some work with me, and we were doing a projection of the full year ahead. And we had all the sticky pieces of paper up on the wall and what we were going to do and <laughs> ah, la, la, all that stuff. So although it's a very spiritual business, there's a good business uh, slant to the, to the business. And he had all this thing up there and all the projections and all the forecasts. And I just said, hang on, that looks beautiful, wonderful, but, but there's a but. I said, I need to teach more. I need to teach in the physical body because probably four years ago, I started to have more of an online awareness. It was always what's going on in the vaccines. You don't need to be there in the physical body. And it worked well, absolutely, you know, being visible online. But for me, the biggest impact when I'm there in the physical body, yeah. when, I'm, yeah. when I'm with you in the same room, yeah? Yeah, totally get that. So I sat and I said, Callum, that's beautiful, but there's no teachings in there. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> just, I said, I tell you what, I'm open to ideas. I went, let's just pop a ceremony in and see how it goes. If it works, the universe is telling me it's the right thing. If it doesn't work, I'm not meant to do it. Yeah. That was in that was in November. So consistently, month on month, we sell out. So you're meant to be doing it. <laughs> and I've I've moved venue twice to accommodate these people. And I was like, please, this is kind of quite a big venue now. Please come with just to stay here. Yeah. So <laughs> I totally am meant to be sharing what I was taught in Mexico. Yeah. Absolutely. And I try and make it a little bit eclectic by bringing in other modalities like the sound, like the yoga, like uh, we did chakra healing at the weekend. There's always something different. Yeah. Yeah. So we're all about collaboration with other teachers as well. How can we bring this in um, together as a network? Lovely. So if there's anybody listening to this going, what the hell is a cacao ceremony? Can you explain it to them, please? (laughs) 
Totally, totally. So the cacao ceremony is, um, I, you can use either Guatemalan or Peruvian cocoa bean. That's the most important thing. It's unprocessed. It's just raw bean that has been ground down to either a powder or a clump. That's all it contains. There's nothing else in it. So um, what I do, part of the ceremony the day before, is I will make it into a paste. I'll add some hot water. And intuitively, I'm working with a cacao. Yeah, the, with a cacao. And I will add whether it's chili or peppermint or something because the cocoa gets into the bloodstream very quickly mm. and it takes about half an hour to get in the bloodstream and it will release neurochemicals that allow you to journey very deeply um, you will start to visualize probably things that you've never visualized before because it opens up it's a vasodilator so the vessels the veins everything becomes wide open yeah. the body and the cacao uh, chemicals are floating around the body um it energetically allows the heart chakra to open in a very gentle compassionate way and that's where it came from the mayans that's why they used it the mayan culture yeah it was about opening the heart energy using something from Mother Earth, a plant from Mother Earth, absolutely. It's not new, it's hundreds of thousands of years old, this is nothing new, yeah? Yeah. So yeah. during the ceremony, I'll prepare the, the, the day before, bring it to the ceremony, we will come together as a group, we will consume our cocoa, usually like a hot chocolate kind of drink, Yeah. it's warm, um, we will share, we will discuss what's coming up, what's been the week ahead what's the theme of the group because there's always a theme we don't know until we get there um and intuitively i'm working with every single member within the group to see what's going to come up for them then um we will get comfortable and i'll talk them through usually about an hour and a half of meditation a guided meditation where again i can just stir up energetically stuff that no longer serves them so their heart is opening gently and gracefully while the kakai works through the body and then we finish at the end we have an hour where we journal we reflect we'll have some nice herbal teas and maybe some sugary products to ground us before yep. we go home yeah so so that's what the ceremony is if you the other things that the i said about the collaboration if you do it with sound if you you know like last week i was opening up chakras so the meditation was right i'm gonna open up and balance the chakras yeah within, yep. within you um same concept you'll just hear me walking around the room and talking and and guiding them through so that's the ceremony but it stays in the body for three days that's wow. the big thing yep it stays in the body for three days so for three days they are still transitioning through the ceremony mm. yeah. yeah so self-care is so important lots of hydration lots of grounding if stuff comes up don't just allow just let it go yeah i'm very good at burying things back down <laughs> like, not today i'll do that tomorrow <laughs> i have no time for i have no time for yeah. this emotion stuff <laughs> yeah come back tomorrow when i've got some time yeah absolutely yeah. we get some people who come back month on month on month who absolutely just love the power of the cocoa bean yeah and there's some people who make them once and they'll go okay i've experienced that was beautiful i may or may not you know yeah you just you just don't know mm -hmm. yeah i think adding it into the sound will be amazing because i've got a couple of singing bowls in the house and just dinging it once changes the energy in the room like oh. it just feels so different and i was Mark. at my friend, my friend marks and he's got a giant um sound, sound bowl that he got down at sammy ling and i lay oh, in his wow. living room floor put it on my belly and just started like dinging it and i was just like oh that vibration feels so nice it it's just bliss. Oh, bliss, it's so it? nice 
so, yeah. so, so imagine that with some cocoa floating through your body yeah i mean you've also got the health benefits the cocoa bean it's, it's used as a recreational drug of choice in some countries yes. absolutely yes. um but equally health benefits it's good for brush, blood pressure diabetes any cardiovascular disorder disease within the body it's good for weight loss there's so many benefits yeah it's not yeah. just about um journeying i guess and it opens the pineal gland and that's why it allows you to journey really deeply mm. yeah well you've definitely got me convinced to get booked in to one as soon as possible like i'm going to, no. to do it now today yes yeah well maybe we should darling because we were going to do one last week so maybe before Oh, actually, I'm saying that. I'm away in two weeks to Bali for a month. Yeah, so I don't come home to the yeah. It might be the yeah. 7th of July. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You will be at the right one. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and everything, like, everything always happens in the right order for the right reason. I'm totally, totally Absolutely. with that for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that you, you wrote a book, The Money Mind, Money Mastered in Your Money Mindset. Is that what it's called? That's right, yeah. yeah. So... That was the that was why I actually started following you because I was talking to somebody about um, mastering my money mindset because I'm like that's something I need to do. I turned forty in February and I need to sort that shit out. So that's <laughs> yeah. why I started following you initially, and then you started bringing up the quote the cacao ceremonies, and I was like, yes, yeah, interesting. I need to speak to her. <laughs> what does she do? Yeah. Well, do you know, I I did a few one day courses in January. I got over Christmas, and I was like. Right, New Year, people are going to be working on the money mindset. So we had a little venue in town and we did three Sundays consistently, um, which were beautiful. And it was one of the things, and it was donation. It was literally put some pounds in the pot and we'll pay for the room higher, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But actually, you know, when I stood there and I said to people, you think you're here because you're in money mindset, yeah? Like, yeah. But actually, when you, when you dig, money mindset is never about money mindset. That's never yeah. the issue because that's my book this year. It's not about the money. Yeah. Um, because if you have money issues, you are, it's to do with the heart. It always comes back to the heart energy, the heart chakra. If there's a resistance in money, there's a resistance in receiving. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. However, the money mindset book gives you 12 exercises to go through yourself that you can do of exercises that I went through. And yeah, come from yeah. the other side of, even if you start touching base with it and going, oh, okay, I'll try this thing, see what comes up. Um, it's really easy. It's an easy read and it's so easy to go through the exercises. Absolutely. I'm ordering it today. Do it, top chick. It's, it's free on Kindle or if you want a hardback, you can, you can get the hardback. Yeah. I'm going to get a hardback because a Kindle I can easily forget about. <laughs> yeah, you have to look for it, don't you? It's like, mm, yeah. yeah. And then you go, oh, that's a really good page and then you never go back to it. So I'm going to get an actual paperback copy so I can put my post-it notes in it and write in it and highlight it. And do the exercises. exercises. Yes. Honestly, if you need some help, please don't be shy. Please just reach out to me. If there's anything that you're not sure that you don't understand, just say, well, Fiona, nudge me. I'm good. I'm good to be holding you close to the coals, let's say. That's one of my (laughs) needs. As one of my clients says, you hold my arse to the fire. I'm like, yeah, I do, actually, yeah. And you're not getting away till it's done. Yeah. But that's what, that's what we all need that at some point to help us with something, totally. whether it's a personal trainer to help you get fit or to lose weight or you need a coach to help you through money issues or mental issues or life issues, whatever. 
Like yeah. we always all at some point in life need somebody to hold our hand or kick us yeah. in the ass. Yeah, totally. Honestly, I, I'm like, and, and that's one of the things they will say to me, Jane, you're really resilient. And if, and it's like, well, if you've not done all the work and I'm holding your ass to the coal, I don't want to hear about it. You know, it's like, yeah. come on, because I know you can come through this because I've done it. And if I can do it, you can do it. Um, but totally so please don't be shy there's so many hints and tips I can share with you get the book start reading um, and and reach out to me and and totally mm-hmm. I'll give you a week now well there's also put the links to all of these things in the show notes for the podcast so that anybody listening to it's going I need to know more about this I, I need that book <laughs> they can find you they can find the books they can find the ceremonies they can find all the stuff that you have that you have out there totally i mean i even just recently so really i would say even though i've done years and years and years of worth of mastering money mindset really it's probably only the last two years um that i've actually gone you know what i've got my shit together like really you know because i think you just you just do stuff don't you by default you do you do stuff you do it you hope that somebody will buy the book and benefit and if they don't it's still okay because it was somebody in the right place well um and it wasn't until a client said to me a couple of weeks ago she said fiona can i book an appointment for saturday morning i said i don't work weekends unless i'm teaching so she said can i book one for eight o'clock tomorrow morning i said i don't start work till 12 o'clock each day because i my, my day is wake up meditation yoga come home have some breakfast start work yeah. And I kind of had a little chuckle because I thought, you know what, 10 years ago, I would have taken any client, any time of day who wanted to barter with me. There was no business boundaries whatsoever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in fact, she said to me, wow, you've got such good boundaries, haven't you? And I said, but that's a huge part of the money mindset is, is also having business boundaries, spiritual boundaries, energetic boundaries. Yeah. yeah. You know, you are here to learn, to teach, to grow. If you don't have boundaries, you're a loose cannon out there you know so if if anyone is listening they go do i need money mindset and and if you've got a life of freedom and you can travel freely then you probably don't that's beautiful yeah um yeah. but if you don't and you would like that absolutely there's so many hints and tips in that book that can start you on the journey definitely and like you say it's more than just about the money and oh. people who have like maybe a good job where they're paid really well, still have a money mindset issue because they sometimes hate that job, but they can't bear the thought of not having that cash coming in from that very secure space. So there's a whole lot totally. more to it. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I Every day I hear people's story and I'm like, but you are abundant. You blatantly are. Look at your lifestyle. But then they'll go, yeah, but I'm scared of losing it. Or I mean, the belief work around money mindset is, ah, oh, don't it's a volcano of information yeah you know that if you could have the top 10 beliefs around money you'd be like really do i really think that if you're honest yeah Yeah. so so an example could be is and i'm just going if it's okay i'll ask you one question and just see where it goes is that okay go for it (laughs) (laughs) only if it's okay absolutely yeah yeah so first of all is it a dream just to have an abundance of time freedom to do what you want when you want with who you want absolutely yeah are you doing it now not in the way i would like to okay so which means you're going to work on your stuff yep to make sure that happens yes so what would be the worst thing about having all that time freedom the worst thing having all that time freedom to do what you want when you want with who you want the word that's coming into my head right now is judgment. 
Absolutely. So who would judge you? Yeah. I shouldn't care who judges me, but it's just, yeah, it's just like... Yeah, are you with me? People, yes. people will think that I, I'm lazy or I am whatever, yeah. whatever, yeah. yeah. Totally, totally. That's one belief around money mindset. So people will judge me and think I'm lazy. If I'm not hustling hard and I'm not working eight hours a day, seven days a week, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yep. And, and like you say, you shouldn't think it, but that subconscious mind is telling you, actually, that's what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah? Yeah. So, so you may find yourself working all the hours, you know, all day, every day. You may not. You may be conscious of this. But your default button is, oh, I need to work hard, otherwise people will think I'm lazy. Yeah. And the thing Instead that, of... The, the, oh, the, the word I'm looking for, like, my family circumstances where I, came up, where I grew up, my dad worked really hard yeah, there was times he was out working until three o'clock in the morning because he ran his own business and he would work seven days a week and it was always a slog, 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 and that's what I saw. So to me, that's what's in there. Yeah. Is you need to work hard to make money. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It has to be hard. It has to be tough. It has to be grueling. You have to hustle hard, um, and then it's inauthentic, isn't it? Because it's not really you. Yeah. Like yeah. actually, you know, when you're aligned to your business, it's very gentle and graceful and casual and just really respectful around money instead of it's got to be hard it's got to be tough let's grind this stone yeah Yeah. and that's one of the things is like if you're not in alignment with your business don't do it you know i'm not saying don't do it but yeah it's it's all right having all these processes in place but if you're not in alignment you're wasting your money and your time yeah how about align yourself to your true authentic self and your business I mean, I don't know if you know, but I don't have funnels. I don't have email sequences. I don't have marketing. I don't have any of that. Yeah. yeah? Because I ensure that I'm aligned to my ideal client, my sole clients, people who are out there energetically looking for what I have to offer and what I can bring to them. See, when you do that, you don't need all that stuff. Yeah. And I think because I've, I, I know for, in my experience, I've followed business coaches and stuff that have all gone, you need to set up these funnels and I do it and it doesn't feel genuine to me. I'm like, I don't, it just, uh, uh, oh, it just gives me the heebies. <laughs> but that I, I do. come across totally. everything that you do. Yeah. I did it myself two years ago. I hired a business coach and I spent four months doing all these processes and at the end I went, what have I just done? What, what on earth have I just done? Yeah. And I, I called it quits and I went, it's not me. I, I'm sorry, I had to just put it down to a loss. And I went back to my traditional way and, oh, guess what? It worked. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? And, but maybe use both. That's another option is, yeah. you know, because social media is big out there and marketing is big out there. But be aligned to your social media or be aligned mm. to your marketing style. Don't just copy somebody else's because... Somebody else's style is never our style. Yeah. You know, we're, we are the front of our business, aren't we? You know, you yeah. are your business and I'm mine. And this is the marketing. See this thing here? It's like, this, <laughs> my business is me. So that's what has to come across. Yeah, Definitely. sure. Yeah. I don't know how I got onto that, but we were talking about money mindset. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Just, yeah. That's what happens in conversations. They just float whatever direction they're meant to float in. Absolutely. So yeah. So 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 coming back to your beautiful self, please. You know, you think you subconsciously you believe it's got to be hard. Get that. Get that cleared. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. For sure.
I will come to a cacao ceremony and clear that shit out. You definitely will. Get the book and start taking it off and then yeah. message me. So that I've got it done by the time that I come on the 17th. Yes. Accountability. Yeah. yeah. And then and then at the end, when we do reflection, we'll do money mindset and go, right, let's have a look. Jen, did you do this? Yes. <laughs> yes, you did, because I'm that kid in class that wants the gold star and the pat on her head. It's going, look, I did, miss, look, I did. <laughs> Yeah, I've done my homework. <laughs> Pat me in the back and tell me I did good. <laughs> go, go, please. Yeah, <laughs> everybody, don't be shy. Everybody loves acknowledgement and praise and reward. Oh, totally, I'm there with you. Yeah. 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 Totally when you're at a class and the, the teacher's like, oh, Jen, that's a really good downward dog or whatever, and you're like, that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I find Yeah, that. I know. And, and it's like, yeah, I know, but cheers for that. I like it. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> no, it's not. Honestly, we just want that recognition. And that's part of you. It's who you are. It's part of your type. You know, if you did archetypes. Yeah. Um, it, it's how you, it's what you do. No, I totally get it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all good. So if anybody wanted to find out about the stuff that you're doing, where is the best place for them to hunt you down? Am I allowed to say Facebook? Is yeah. social media is available? Yeah. <laughs> social media a lot, yeah. Um, I am I am probably I'm very I'm more active on Facebook, but I do do Instagram as well. So it's Fiona Jane Thomas on Facebook, yeah. um Jay Thomas on Instagram and LinkedIn. But you will find the events just like you say, keep coming up more. I'm more active on Facebook, that's where I engage more. Yeah. Um and I do reply to my own messages, they're not they're not botted. I will reply to you in person, absolutely. So don't be shy. Cool. So I'll put the links to them in the show notes with the links to your books. Yeah. Is there a website or anything like that that you or there is, is there no, no, no. Yeah, I mean everything's on social media if that's the place to hang out. If yeah. you're www.fionajanethomas.co.uk um, You will see courses, events, up-and-coming events. Um, but, but because it's been upgraded all the time, feel free to go on, but you'll probably get more on Facebook. Yep. Um, equally, what I do offer is always, as a gift, it's called a discovery session. It's a free 30-minute call with me. Anybody, you know, with, with no commitment, just if you want to just know a little bit more about how it works and... Yep. Well, even in 30 minutes, we can tell you what you need to work on if you're happy to do that. So please, you know, listeners, please touch base and, and receive a free 30-minute consultation, if nothing else. Yeah. And you get a good chat with you. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and we might do a cocoa ceremony. <laughs> Don't know. It depends how I feel on that day. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. So thank you so much for your time today. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. I, I love a podcast. Um, I love the in-person interaction. I just think that there's yeah. nothing else like it. Um, and we will see you very soon, but maybe even before that, you know, before July, let's let's catch up and do something. I'd love to. Yeah, definitely. We'll get to you or something like that in real life. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And remember to leave a review and subscribe over on iTunes or SoundCloud. And check out what's going on at IamJenWilson.com or head over to Instagram and give us a follow. Just following IAM.JenWilson.